four, three, two, one. Just keep making history. Back-to-back episodes. What's going on, guys? Welcome in. This is episode number 25 of Segments. My name is Gabriel Hernandez, and this is Kicking It With The King podcast, main podcast feed. It's good to have you guys here. Like I said, it's history-breaking, record-breaking, back-to-back shows. It is September 18th, 2019. Let me correct myself. Wednesday, September 18th, 2019. Uh, Hello, everybody, again. um, Like I said, back-to-back shows was real fun. Like I said, we just got uh, back. We just uh, came off episode 201 of Kicking It With The King. Main podcast feed, everything, all my feeds, all my episodes, all my podcasts, all my content, all related here. It's all here. Obviously, um, KWTK, obviously, if you know what that stands for, I just said it literally. But all my stuff, all my feed, everything's all in the same area. Um, All the podcasts I do, everything that I do is all in the same area. So you don't have to trip. You don't have to stress. The, The podcast is available for the masses, folks. It's good to be back. Like I said, we're coming off the steaming hot episode of 201 on Monday. I enjoyed it dearly. It was great. Obviously, I had a lot of fun talking about the previous episode, episode 200, finally reaching the milestone. But I just got done talking to my girlfriend about this, literally. Um... I've been, like I said, I've been doing this for five, five years plus, man, over 200 episodes. Um, I actually did reach the milestone of 200 before I even listed it technically. So episode 200, episode 201, those, those should have already been there. I mean, with episodes of segments and stuff, segments, I think is just an episode to add. I mean, something else to add to it and not necessarily, you know, focused on, on one thing. And it's usually, I say this millions of times just because I feel like people don't really understand, nor do I ever want people to get confused about anything. But, um, it was, uh, it's, it's just like a shortened edition of this podcast and, and uh, it's it's something I really love doing, and it's something I did for uh, I, I've been doing for a while now. I feel like I've been doing that forever as well, as long as as long as uh, as long as I've been doing the actual podcast. I mean, I've just did regular episodes. I could have just stayed and did all these different episodes instead. But instead, I, I decided, you know, if I feel necessary, if I want to surprise people, if I want to do the unexpected, if I have more time on my hands, I'm gonna be able to do things like that. So I figured, you know, second edition, you know, um, if you remember the history of this podcast and if quickly I will go over it, if you haven't, um, throughout this history of this podcast, I've had, I've renamed this podcast. I've also renamed the types of episodes that there are like segments. For example, this one's segments, but I used to call it, uh, I used to call it, uh, I used to call it, I think, what was it called? Actually, let me brainstorm. I don't have the actual podcast feed up because I think I actually had it removed out of the out of the podcast store for the old feed because it's the old feed and I don't I would I don't know why I don't know I can't find it or anything like that but I don't think it's it's accessible because I looked up the original name and it's still not on there so I don't know what happened with that um but what I was gonna say is um I think it's always been called segments I think or I don't know I mean, I really honestly can't remember right now it's a uh, good morning by the way it's nearly 15 till 8 a.m. We're up bright and early. By the way, this is not the earliest podcast that we've done, though. That's for sure. 
This is not the earliest show. The earliest show we've ever done was at, like around six or something in the morning because I have the adrenaline rush. And like when you have like your own like what is a portable studio or whatever you want to call it and stuff, it makes shit so much easier. It makes everything you do just that much more cooler. Damn. Just you know, I mean, not much more easier actually. That actually much more beneficial, but um, might as well. Just obviously, it's the easiest thing. It's it's a less stress and it's the easiest thing. Obviously, like I said, using the Anchor app. Haha, ha, I love it. I always will talk about it because it's the app that saved and made this podcast possible. Um, quickly before we begin, guys, we are available on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Apple Podcast, Google Play, Music Podcast, anywhere you get your podcasts. Available everywhere. Subscribe, share, review, rate. Preferably five stars. I do have a four out of five star rating on iTunes. Appreciate all that. Obviously got to get more traffic in and more and more ratings. I don't give a shit about ratings though in a way. I just give a shit about good ratings and positive ratings and, and appreciate each and every one of your guys' supports and personal feedbacks. If one person loves it, if two people love it, three people, I don't give a shit. I just want you guys all to love it and appreciate the content coming out, which will be obviously the best of the best when it comes to what I try to put out for everybody and how I try to stand out and how clear I am and how much facts I try to put into these things and um, and so forth. So I look forward to all that. I also look forward to the show today. Like I said, I wasn't expecting to be back here on a Wednesday. Wednesday's hump day, so it's the middle of the week. Guys go out there and start humping each other, I guess. Preferably couples. Nobody humping other people, man. We don't do that shit here. Stay loyal and stay true to your woman. And it's, like I said, Wednesday. Um, Hump day. Let's get started. Let's not waste any time. Let's get this shit fired up. So, obviously, like I said, um, if you're a fan of mixed martial arts, then obviously this is a podcast for you. But it's it's also a show, not just not just about martial arts and mixed martial arts. It's based on, you know, just anything, anything that's trending, anything that's going on, anything that I honestly personally find um, not attractive. Basically, like attractive or verbally attractive or anything. Any topics, any articles, anything interesting on Twitter, anything interesting, just in the world. In the world that's trending. We got a couple things to talk about. A little uh if you're a fan of, of rap music or you are uh, aware of the world of rap music, uh we got some things on there today. Um we'll break it all down. Um obviously, like I said, we have no breaks. We take no breaks off in the world of mixed martial arts. UFC returns to Mexico City this weekend, headlined by two very, very phenomenal fighters and very dangerous fighters in their own respective rights. Uh, more so on the side, in my opinion, of Jeremy Stevens when it comes to knockout power. But like I said, Yaya Rodriguez takes on Jeremy Stevens in the main event. We'll talk about that. Um, and also, uh, obviously, I talk about there where Jeremy Stevens, you know, obviously goes with the win. You know, obviously, Yaya is known for his emphatic, wild, unpredictable style you know you finish his guys out in the blink of an eye you got to be careful with what you do with him you can't make any mistakes he's flashy he's creative he's fun to watch and uh i think this fight will be interesting we'll t- we're going to talk about this one um like i said in the music world if you do know uh 
famous, obviously, very young rapper, 6ix9ine's trial just recently started. I personally found it interesting because I was a fan of it. And the beginning and beginning of it is because I was becoming starting to become a hater in the very beginning. And I was like, in the beginning, I was just like, who is this goofy ass dude with rainbow color hair and tattoos? But after a while, I started to get... Uh, attracted to the music and shit like that it's not like it's not like i i glorify anything that they're talking about like also says 99 percent of the world says that but like i don't glorify anything that they're talking about in those in the songs i just enjoy the songs and they're good fucking songs man. They, i mean they have inspired and, and had inspired a lot of people to do dumb shit and stuff like that but uh like i'm not one of those people just some good music interesting uh obviously a lot of controversy behind him if you look at this of the history and stuff but it's, it, it's interesting to me it's pop culture and i've been waiting because uh because it's been so long since like you know i, I usually hear stuff in the media or hear stuff in the in the tabloids and stuff like that but we don't hear any we didn't hear anything and i recently heard uh recently just heard what's what's uh what's been going down i think the trial continues later on today as well so we're going to see what really happens and and the fate potentially how for how long this trial goes It's, it's interesting, man. I mean, a little bit of twist and turns on today's episode, but that's what I said. I, I think, honestly, the theme of this edition of the podcast, basically, so segments, I think that's when we're going to talk about, like, some out, like, crazy shit we never lose you would talk about. So that's the second edition for us to talk about it and gives us, gives us the leeway. And uh, makes, it, makes it more exciting and makes it more uh, kind of like a eventful in a way and kind of changes it up for the fans for everyone who listens and uh and it, it it's a i like i said interesting it makes it fun we got a great show today sit back relax enjoy yourself whatever you need to do to get yourself in tune for this podcast if you're running if you're at school if you're at work if you're at the gym, if you're watching porn, I'm just kidding. Fucking kidding. It doesn't matter what the fuck you're doing, basically. That's what I was trying to read. Uh, I reiterate, it doesn't, doesn't matter what you're doing. Just enjoy. Relax. And chill. We're all good here. We're all family. Like I said, let's not waste any time, folks. And let's, let us begin, obviously, with UFC Mexico City. This is my bread and butter. Everything else comes along with it. So, like I said, UFC Mexico City. Um, obviously, we've seen um, a couple notorious fights there. Obviously, the fight with Kane and, and Verdum, too. I know the Ultimate Fighter was in Mexico as well. So, I mean, we're, we're centering towards a main event. Um, Jeremy Stevens versus Yair Rodriguez. A fight. I mean, I mean, I didn't see this fight coming. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a, it's a fight. Um, that's been obviously. I mean, it's a fight that I've thought about, but I never, I never like thought about it being put together. And just like slipped my mind, but I think it's an intriguing matchup. I think it's an interesting matchup. I think obviously Jeremy Stevens is in a unique position yet again, and you know he's that uh, he's that guy. I mean, he's been fighting forever, man. I've been watching him forever, and he, he comes to bring it every single time. I mean, for fuck's sakes, if you go and listen to hey, man, my man Ariel Hawani's MMA show, you listen to Jeremy Stevens on the program. He was fired up, had me fired up. Dustin Poirier, obviously, you know, obviously, tear jerked a little bit just because of the 
the, the impact of the UFC 242 loss and, you know, how it weighed in and weighed on a lot of fans. If you're a true fan of Poirier and you know what he's been doing with the good, his Good Fight Foundation, you know, the obviously generous donations and all that other stuff, all the great things that Poirier has done. He fired me up too. Um, Jeremy Stevens fired me up. Um, and, you know, more so for, on the side of Stevens, he fired me up for and made me excited for this weekend's fight against Yaya Rodriguez, who's very unpredictable, who moves awkwardly, you know, who who has a unique style, has an unpredictable style. And, you know, Jeremy Stevens is a gamer, man. He, he catches you with one punch, one kick, one knee. It doesn't matter. I mean, we've seen him we've seen him in fights in different ways like that. That's the thing with punches, with kicks, with knees. I mean, he literally is a gamer, man. He's, he's fought everybody. He's fought all the best guys. Um, obviously, like I said, he, he, he's always been that very dangerous guy. Like, he's a dangerous fight for anybody. Anytime you fight a guy like Jeremy Stevens or you fight him, he's always dangerous. And he stayed relevant throughout the, out, out his uh, entire uh, career. And on, honestly, like, I felt like there hasn't been a time where he's been, um, like, where he's faded. Like, his skills. His, his skills haven't faded. They haven't deteriorated or anything along, along those lines. I, I, I do feel... He has kept that consistency throughout his career. Say what you want about it. He did make a lot of good, valid points on Ariel's show about, you know, the losses, the decision losses. I mean, personally for me, if I'm, I'm not going to I'd rather not get, I mean, obviously people are, have their opinions and, and their thoughts on these specific things. But, man, if you're getting decisions or little lackluster or close decisions, you know, like you said, the technical point. He's getting out point on the technical side because his footwork wasn't where, where, where it needed to be. According to him, those are his words, not mine. I'm not saying he doesn't have amazing footwork. I think overall his win ratio in the UFC is higher than his losing ratio. Obviously, say what you want about the double-digit losses and stuff, but you know when you're a true gamer fighting everybody, fighting since fighting for over 17 years, then you'll truly see what that is. And having having a long, illustrious, you know, and longevity. Uh, longevity in your mixed martial arts or combat sports or or football or 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 sports career because of the hard work that's being put in and you know i talked about this a long long time ago when we were probably jeremy stevens a couple fights ago but uh you know he's been one of those guys that you know fortunately has been up there i mean you look at uh look at a guy like bisping Michael Bisping, he's been up there. Shout out to Michael Bisping. Um, he's been up there for years and years and years. You know, he had his ups and he had his downs. And he came back and fought for the title on, on, weeks, on, 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 on a week's notice, hardly. Came in, knocked Luke Rocket out, became the middleweight champion. Defended his belt a couple times. I actually had a side note. I actually had a dream last night that, no one, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sorry, baby girl. Um, Bisping fought Rockhold for a third time. I had a dream that that was Bisping's third fight. I was like, why? Why? You can't. You If, if you haven't seen that fight, I'll send it to you. Or I'll post it. Or I'll post a highlight. Bisping versus Rockhold 2. We all remember history breaking. That was one of the most craziest comebacks. Or not one of the craziest comebacks, but one of the craziest shockers that I don't think anybody was expecting that quickly. Like, I wasn't expecting that shit. I'm pretty sure all you guys weren't expecting that shit. So, I think that was actually pretty crazy, man. That still that still stands to me as, like, one of the most... Um, like historic uh, moments in in the UFC as well as his career. I mean, that was that was emphatic, man. I, I will never forget those moments. But like I said, I had a dream about that shit. I was like, no, please do not ever do that again. You cannot beat that kind of uh, result. 
just the way it happened. I mean, he won the belt and all that too, but um, let's not digress today. Let's go back to Jeremy Stevens. What I was saying, like I said, he's a gamer. He's in one of those unique positions to where, you know, he has had the serious longevity as did, does Cowboy Cerrone. I was going to say as did Cowboy Cerrone, but I, I have a little bit more thoughts on Donald Cerrone too, so what we're going to talk about that. I mean, I've listened to a couple other podcasts in the next couple, last couple of days, and you know, it kind of helped me get a little bit uh, uh, more detailed thoughts on my feelings about Cerrone and his career, and thoughts on retirement. I'm not a guy to call for retirement, so you're not going to hear from hear from me about anything that has to do with retirement or anything. I'm just going to give a little bit more of a detailed thoughts about that once I'm finished with talking about uh, Stevens and Rodriguez. Um, I've actually made this matchup on paper when I played UFC Undisputed 3. Uh, you know, you have event mode and you can create events and stuff. I created events. I have put Stevens versus Rodriguez on there too. So I mean, it, it's it's a it's a really fun, favorable matchup. It could go either way. Very interesting. I mean, if you want to look at the pop power wise and who has the most power and the most devastating finishes, where you leaving people stiff as boards, that's probably on the side of Jeremy Stevens, man. I don't think that. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, you has slept people in an impressive fashion and can end the fight at any moment. He definitely proved that in his last fight. You guys go back. I, I think, I'm pretty sure it's available on YouTube, but um, you go back and you watch the uh, fight that Yair had with uh, Jeremy, not Jeremy, obviously he's fighting Jeremy Stevens this weekend. But, um, you've obviously seen, you've seen the fight, the crazy finish, history-breaking performance, uh, history-breaking uh, and obviously in record-breaking. I mean, I was thinking that was like the latest finish in UFC history. I mean, you hear, literally heard the buzzer as Yair landed that upward elbow. Never seen anything like that. Literally, he, he like had his elbow up and he knocked him out. I mean, that crazy upward. Yeah, that was that shit was insane, man. I was like, what the fuck happened? He KO'd him in the last like five seconds of the fight. I mean, Yair can end the fight at any time. But also, you know, Jeremy Stevens is, uh, you know, kind of reminds you of a. Did he fight the Korean zombie? Oh no, he was pulling, pulling for a fight for the Korean zombie. But Jeremy Stevens, you know, obviously he fights everybody. He fights the, you know, the top tier guys, you know, top top ranked guys. He also is a, a kind of a, you know, the real big test for a lot of these young guys. I mean, Yair still is very young. I do think, and I don't think he's the most, obviously, experienced in his career that he could be, but I don't think that that deters him from having an option or opportunity to be successful against a guy like Stevens. You know, obviously, um, being the fact that they're in, they're in Mexico City, they're at elevation, or I think are above elevation, or they're above sea level, and, uh, you know, obviously the air is going to be a little bit more, it's going to be a lot tougher up there, you know, you're going to be breathing a lot more heavier, it's going to be a, probably a lot hotter there, I'm, I'm imagining and assuming, but um, preparation, it's all about preparation, it's all about when you get there, you know, I think Steven said he was in there for about two weeks already, um, back when Fabricio Verdum fought Cain Velasquez for the title, I know that he went out there a couple months ahead to prep, prepare and adapt to the humidity and adapt to, you know, the, the climate and stuff and, you know, just, you know, set himself up to have the best performance and he really did that when he won the heavyweight title, beat Cain Velasquez in an impressive fashion and stuff and, you know, kind of spelled the end of the heavyweight era of Cain. Um, I don't necessarily know 
I mean, obviously, I, I mean, obviously, you don't know what Kane's going to do. He's doing fantastic in pro wrestling and stuff, too. So we don't know what the future is like for him. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Mexico City. Um, it's an interesting fight, man, like I said. You know, uh, Yair's creativity, his movement on his feet, you know, his unpredictability. Obviously, a lot of people in a lot of people's heads that he was losing that fight with the Korean zombie. And, you know, uh, obviously has lost... Um, Lost before, obviously in devastating fashion. I think it was the fight that he had with uh, Frankie Edgar, where Frankie just beat the fuck out of him, dude. He beat the fuck out of him. He took him down and just landed a bunch of punches, nasty punches on the ground. This was vintage Frankie Edgar, and uh, actually, you know, gave him. I think it was one of his first devastating losses. And then we hadn't seen him in a long time. I mean, he was touted, he was slated to fight Zabit Magomed Sharipov on multiple occasions. Had pulled out of that fight. You know, that fight fell through multiple times. And we never got that fight, but you know now we're here. Obviously, we still have one more battle before the actual battle. We still have um, the weigh-ins and stuff, and you never know; crazy things can happen. But you know, like I said, overall, I think that we're here. We're, I'm glad that everybody's here. They've all made it. Um, it's going to be an excellent fight. Obviously, there's some other fights on there too. A lot of notable names, but you know, I'm I'm more so on the side of talking about. The main event stuff, the interesting stuff. Obviously, I'm saying all the fights are interesting. I'm gonna watch all the fights, but I don't. I'm, I'm not a guy to really sit here and talk about every single fight. I just talk about the ones that are intriguing me, man. Man, this is kicking it with the king, man. Or just you know me. I'm the kind of guy that's just gonna talk about the exciting shit, the shit everyone else is talking about. Obviously, but I try to put my own input and my own thoughts, my kind of my own outlook and feel into it, because I talk about so many other things and. I do digress and talk about other people and, and bring up things that, you know, some people never really bring up and, you know, just have an interesting feel, an interesting vibe. I think it's important to give some, give off vibes and stuff and, and, and be different when it comes to these kinds of things, especially with podcasts blowing up in the modern day and everyone having podcasts and everybody doing along the same things, along the same lines. You know, some people talk about different things. Some people talk about sports. They all talk about different things. And, you know, it's, it's, it's your job. It's like, it's like the music industry. You gotta, you gotta, um, do your best to kind of stand out and it's a hard thing and you know a lot of people sound the same a lot of people are doing a lot of the different things and and you know it's uh, it's it's unfortunate but you know for the fans a lot of people obviously seem to like it they seem to be doing things in the right direction same thing with podcasts i mean there's still everybody slowly but surely has their fan base gains their fan base and it's an important thing i think it's very beneficial to have a podcast I heard Joe Rogan talking about it earlier on his podcast. I listened to it. just finished up one of his episodes earlier. Um, he's talking about the you know benefits of podcasting. You know, having opinions, being being opinionated, being able to talk about these things. And honestly, it's um, really beneficial, man. It's your spot, like I said, for this podcast for this particular episode just our particular editions of this episode all my content's available like i said it's all available in one spot you can find it directly on either on my instagram or my my twitter funny thing is actually um speaking of instagram instagram wouldn't let me like pictures i know you have the ban and stuff sometimes it doesn't let you like pictures i don't know what, what the fucking community guidelines is i mean does anybody even read the shit when they sign up oh i agree disagree you agree to terms and conditions blah 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 you just push agree i just push agree man because i want to get to use on the fucking app i don't give a shit about the rules or anything like that i mean i do but i don't at the same time so um i mean i don't uh, I, I would like to see 
I know if anybody reads the terms and conditions. Does anybody read, read terms and conditions? I mean, do you guys read? I don't know how many words are on those terms and conditions, but every single application you use, do you read them? I don't read no terms and conditions. I know I'm a, I'm a victim of it. We're all victims of it. Anybody that doesn't read them. I know there's a family of people that don't read them, but um, like I said, I just, I just like to get to moving get to the points that's how i am with the show i gotta get to the points i don't beat around the bush i just get to the points brought to you by your mama swear i can't because it's a surprise not at the moment it won't be a surprise at the moment like right now i mean when you by the time you hear it Every time anybody hears this, this podcast won't be a surprise because I will have dropped it already. And that's the best part about it. Um, but like I was saying, interesting fight. Obviously, like I said, you never know what the addition of Jeremy Stevens you're going to get. More so than not, I, po- I hope and wish for the destructive version of him. I mean, pull up Jeremy Stevens highlights on YouTube. Pull him up. Tell me what you see. Tell me you wouldn't want to watch this guy fight. I mean, yeah, Rodriguez highlights. Just as exciting. Just as, obviously, you know, it makes for a fan-friendly, a fight-of-the-night kind of fight, but it doesn't seem like Stevens. Stevens doesn't come off to me as a guy that, that's going to be fight-of-the-night. I mean, I think he's coming in. He's coming in to take your head off. He's coming in to knock you out. He's coming in to, obviously, take your head off and smash you, man. Obviously, he's been through the ups and the downs. If you're notorious for hearing his interviews, I mean, he's had a couple interviews. I think the interview before the last one with Ariel Helwani was real touching and and a lot deeper and a little bit more motivational, a lot more uh, generally uh, a a more a calmer and more humbler. Uh, Obviously, not saying he's not humble, but I guess the more like he was on fire this last interview and this the previous interview back. I don't know how long it was a year or so ago. It was a lot more uh, like. You know, touching, like more motivational. But uh, yeah, who, who do I pick in that fight? Uh, I I'd, I'd say Jeremy Stevens. I'm gonna go with Jeremy Stevens. I think obviously what he 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 sold me on Ariel's show. Obviously, I've always I've always been a big fan of him. Uh, his, his his style, I mean the fact that he has power on his knees, his kicks, his punches, has power everywhere. Yeah, he has power everywhere too. But I think Jeremy can pressure him. I think he can put him on the back foot. I think Yair can't be too creative and take too many shots the way he did in the Korean zombie fight. I mean, Korean zombie hits hard too, but man, Jeremy Stevens hits fucking hard, bro. That's the thing. I mean, those Hail Marys that that Hail Mary Yair came up with, I mean, obviously, like I said, he was losing those rounds with with, uh, the Korean zombie, and I don't know how much more improvements that he has made since then. Obviously, he's a young fighter has plenty of room to develop, plenty of room to keep getting better. And also, I don't I don't think, I mean, obviously, like, I don't think that he's taking Stevens lightly and stuff. And for sure, I'm pretty sure they've watched tape, and they've all watched tape. Everybody's watched tape on each other. And it's obviously going to be an excellent fight. So I'm going to go with Stevens. Um, I don't know what, what method of victory. Because this is, whatever I say here is what I'm going to put down on the official fight picks. And by the way, I've abandoned my bets within like the last couple, like, probably like the last three fight nights and stuff. 
and I, and like I said, like I was saying earlier, we'll get to Donald Cerrone in a second, but um, yeah. So I stopped doing the. I didn't. I didn't stop doing the bets, man. It's just. It's been a long. It's been a long couple of days, long few days, and you know, it's uh, I don't know. It's just. It's been a long, long few days, so I haven't really. Uh, you know, I, I, not long few days. Obviously, like I said, we just came back on Monday. We were just back on uh, Monday, but um, like I mean, like a long few like weeks and so and just excuse me, personally, in my own life, personally, and, you know, just everything I've been going through and, you know, getting through all the most amazing things, the most amazing person in the world. Like I was saying last episode, and that was the most, ama- that's the most amazing feeling I have been. Uh, so, like, a lot of personal, beautiful things happening and a lot of motivation. Um, I did say on my Twitter that that fire is back. The fire never left. The motivation never left. It just, you know, obviously you got to have something to really skyrocket you up there. And I have that now. I'm really thankful for that. And it's something that's really helped, you know, shape my life into being better. It gets me up in the morning. It gets me motivated to do better shows. I mean, have I not been on fire throughout this entire show? Is this not one of the more fluid shows that I have done? It's an important thing. I like to I like to be fluid. I like to keep things fluid. I like to be back to back like that, and I think it's interesting. And I, I do prefer two episodes a week, but you know, one episode a week is good for me. But fortunately, you know, sometimes we're lucky and we get to have multiple episodes. So the multiple episodes that we get to have are the ones that end up being and you know centering to be towards some of the best that I've ever done. So I thank I thank everybody for that, and I thank uh, I thank you personally for the motivation that I get every each and every day to become a better person, be better at my job, be better at everything, you know, podcasting and all this, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge uh, uh, passion of mine, not a passion, it's something I generally love to do, I'm like, I'm not in it for the money or anything, I just in it for the pure uh, solidity of spreading my knowledge, persuading, motivating, and, and and doing stuff like that, inspiring and, and spreading my spreading the knowledge, spreading the spreading my thoughts on everything and and anything that I talk about. I really like to give my full on deep, uh, my deep um, analytical side of everything. So I mean, I like to break everything down, talk about everything, and and do all that. So um, one last thing on Jeremy Stevens, I do think that obviously I think this fight will end in a finish. I think. I don't know, but it just it just seems like I mean obviously I can't you're only as good as your last fight that's a big thing I'm just really interesting interested to see how Yair obviously looks after that last fight um, like I said that's a tough fight Jeremy Stevens has like five times the experience that Yair has Yair does Yair Yair doesn't even have like twenty fights yet Jeremy Stevens has like forty plus fights and I haven't imagined counting the amateur one. Like I said, he's been fighting for 17 years. Uh, that's a really long time if you're if you're a big fan of like combat sports and stuff. If you watch it for so long, um, like that's a long time. So uh, obviously the experience factor, the 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 UFC, uh, the UFC, um, what is it? Experience and everything, the jitters, all of it. You know, not UFC jitters. Excuse me. What I was saying. Um, the UFC experience and just the overall championship level experience that Stevens has had versus Yair. I mean, it seems like a complete slide for Jeremy Stevens. 
But that's not the case because in mixed martial arts, anything can happen. But like I said, I'm staying true to my guns. I'm picking Jeremy Stevens by knockout. I don't give a fuck about the round. I just know he's going to knock him out. He's going to stop him. And if he doesn't stop him, then for fuck's sakes, I won't. Then I'll bite my tongue next week on the program. But like I said, staying in the MMA world before we get to everything else on this program, the last the last uh, parts of the show and stuff, and my thoughts and stuff, and a couple other things that we have on here. Um, so Cerrone, obviously, like I said, he he got stopped in the first round. By by Justin and obviously a lot of people seeing that obviously either one way or the other, someone was getting knocked out. One of these dudes are getting knocked out, and that's the thing. Um, I mean, obviously Cerrone has been very very active as of late, and I didn't notice that. And he has had lots of fights back to back. And you know, personally, Kenny Florian said it best. I mean, on the John Anik Kenny Florian podcast, I was just hearing it this morning too. Um, basically, finished it up. Um, you know, talking about the longevity of, of Cerrone, I was talking about that earlier. I talked about it last week, and I gave my personal thoughts on his career and whether or not I thought he should retire. I don't think he should retire, but I do think that time off is warranted and deserved and needed most definitely to have him heal up and and be a, a better version of himself. Because if you go back to a couple of his fights where, you know, the fight with Ali Quinta. And then the fight with Mike Perry, that vintage submission, the belly down armbar, are you kidding me? Like those vintage performances are are warranted. Those are deserved. Those are well prepared for. And I'm saying like he's fought so much and, you know, obviously, you know, being too active, you know, obviously I did think that he looked pretty stiff in that fight. And to be completely honest with you guys, I thought he looked like shit. I thought he looked like absolute shit in that fight. I'm, am I the only one that says it? I love Cerrone, but I, I thought he looked like absolute shit in that fight. And uh, you know, I just, I, I didn't think he was doing enough. Like, he didn't do nearly, he didn't do anything in that fight. Nothing happened. You know, Justin hit him with, and hurt him with a couple of his power shots. And, you know, Cerrone just turned, like, fell into the fetal position and, you know, the fight was stopped. Wasn't doing anything to, to defend himself. Uh, you know, obviously was upset about the stoppage, but, dude, you weren't doing nothing to defend. And, um... And, and uh, obviously, like I said, you got to protect yourself at all times. If a referee doesn't have any hints or anything, any convincing that you're trying to protect yourself and stay in the fight. And, um, you know, obviously, like I said, I think it's, 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 it's better safe than sorry, I guess. Text back real quick. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to say that and, 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 you know, disrespect the career. I'm not shitting on Cowboy Cerrone by any means whatsoever. I'm just saying in this particular fight, I didn't feel that he looked the same as he usually does. I mean, Cerrone always comes out and looks crazy vintage Cerrone, you know, putting on performances, tactical performances, you know, head kick knockouts, submission wins, uh, TKO finishes, you know, you know, uh, if you go back to that fight, you have with Rick Story, man, all those punch, com- that com- big, that punch combination he landed to finish Rick Story, do you guys not remember that, do you not remember the head kick KO of Melvin Gillard or the, uh, Paul Craig submit, I think, what, did he submit him, I don't know, he finished Paul Craig too, um, obviously, like, he's had his ups and his downs, but, like, like, his entire, like, his entire, uh, 
career. I mean, he's had a lot of big fights, a lot of fun fights. I mean, uh, I mean, he, he's a really entertaining fighter. He's a somebody that a lot of people enjoy, love to watch, no matter what, win, lose, or draw. They still love him the same. We all still love him the same. But the career-wise and longevity-wise, and obviously, like I said, he likes to be active. And man, I can't imagine how amazing his bank account must be. But you know, his health obviously is is first and foremost. And nobody wants to see Cerrone get taken out like that and just completely annihilated like that. It's kind of it kind of sucks. But then again, I looked at who he's fighting. He's fighting Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje's obviously uh, always been exciting. Like I said last week on the show, I said he's always been exciting. It, it, for him, it's kill or be killed. That's that's the way he he thinks about it when when he when it comes to obviously his fighting and stuff. So, um, like he obviously has been a lot more calculated as of late and um, has looked good and obviously coming off three first round KOs and looked absolutely stunning in all of them. I mean, all six six of his fights, post-fight, uh, are bonuses. I mean, he, he's known for knocking dudes out, finishing guys in nasty fashion, nasty leg kicks as well, if you don't remember. Um, is obviously a good wrestler as well, but is too busy knocking people out on the feet. And he's in absolute prime shape and in probably in one of the best shapes and forms of his career. And he fought a guy in the name of Cerrone that, you know, had probably one foot in, one foot out in that fight. So I don't think Cerrone was really too motivated for that fight. Um, it didn't seem like it. Obviously, he had a son. And his son's in his corner. A little baby is a little baby. And obviously that's a huge motivation for him to not sulk on the wounds as much, I would like to say. But um, obviously I do think that um, he should take some time off. And, and you know, obviously I'm not saying he's done or anything. Come back, be, be stronger. Um, like I said, when he comes back, sometimes after a losses, he's one of those guys that, you know, oh, he gets knocked down the first round. But watch, his next fight is going to be absolutely more stunning. He's going to have an amazing performance in his next fight. He's going to do something impressive in his next fight. That's the career of Donald Cerrone. That's usually what he, amongst the things that he usually does. And honestly, that would be one of the best things to see him. No, I just want to see him take some time off, though. I don't know. That's the thing. What the hell? How overwhelming is that? Uh, if you were wondering what I'm talking about, I just seen something. You know, this um, this chick pulled out two phones and was like, it feels like it almost looked as if like you're texting yourself, but she was like holding both, both in her hand, like looking at one, looking at the other. I'm like, dude, that's got to be so fucking overwhelming. I have two phones, Android and iPhone. Um, and it's overwhelming, obviously. Obviously, like, I charge my phone, my Android. I don't really use Android too much unless I'm watching this app called Showbox. If you know what it is, you should get that fucking app, by the way. Best app ever. Most illegal pirated app on the planet. You know, all the movies, all the fucking TV shows that you can uh, possibly think of in this modern day aid and age um yeah i don't yeah like best app ever man it has all the shows i like to watch and everything might even watch it later on to be honest now that i'm talking about it but yeah i don't know like two phones man that's too overwhelming but like you know using them both at the same time like back and back and back to forth, back and forth back and forth like no that's too overwhelming for me man i use one um if one's dead then i'll use the other but hardly my phones don't hardly ever die because I always make sure, like, I, I, oddly, I keep them charged. Like, I always make sure my phone, iPhone's charged before I leave the house every day. Just because, like, everything I do, you know, talk a lot, host a podcast, text my baby, do all these different things. 
I'm always in the news. I'm always, I'm not, literally, I'm not in the news. I mean, I'm always in the news as in, like, looking at the news and, and paying attention to the news and stuff. That's what I do. I like to stay in the tabloids. I like, I, I like all the, I don't like the drama, but I like reading about it and seeing how other people react to it. Because I don't, I don't participate in it myself, but I like to en- enjoy and, I don't really, not enjoy, but I like, it's funny seeing people yell at each other and gossip sometimes and you know especially like on Instagram and stuff like you see some interesting funny posts I mean if it's like a world star post or something for example I'll just I'll just look at it and look at the comment section the comment section's fun except for those bots on there like do not look at my story if you don't want to masturbate that's literally what it says like, it says it in quotes, has the emojis on it. It has all these different things, all these little whores, all these bot accounts. Bot accounts, more so. More so than likely. But, you know, all the comments are pretty cool. Like, I just read comments. Uh, obviously, on Twitter, too. Facebook, not so much. And Snap, uh, you know, kind of limited my usage as of late recently, probably, like, the last few, last few weeks. I'll post on there every time I'm, like, anytime I feel like if I'm pissed off or something, I feel like I need to voice something. Or get very verbally aggressive towards somebody, or or, or say something. I would, uh, I put it on um, Snap. Not really. I try not to spread negativity or be upset or anything on the internet, or, or, or really show it because, like I said, it does stay where you are. But there's nothing on the internet that I would be ashamed of that would be there, basically. So everything that's there, especially via Twitter, Instagram. Don't pull up bullshit that was like. Years and years ago. Like, come on, man. People should grow up when it comes to that. Damn. But, yeah, that's crazy. Anyways. um, Yeah, man, I wasn't wasn't expecting to be in here, or being on, on a Wednesday. I'm not saying it has anything to do with Wednesday. I just wasn't expecting to be back like that. It's good to be back, like I said. Um, One last big thing on this episode of kicking it with the king aka segments episode uh 25 i don't know i mean i'm gonna keep doing segments pretty pretty sure i mean i like to keep the numbers rolling in the 200s 201 2 3 4 5 6 7 and reach a higher number faster but you know i like the way that i'm doing it with segments as well and it's pretty entertaining honestly and uh i really do enjoy it and it's cool and i hope you guys all enjoy it too I do, I do love the support and, and, and enjoy every step of the way. Um, like I said, we are presented to you guys all by Anchor Radio. Like I said, it's a one-stop shot for recoasting. Reco- what the fuck? Re- I almost sound like I said reposting for recording, distributing, and, you know, putting your podcast out there for the masses, for the media, for the world of people to listen to. Anchor is that app. Anchor is the app that saved my show and, and guided me through every step of the way. When you have the app, when you download the app in the App Store, iPhone, Android, available in both of them, it guides you through it step by step with an audio tuned voice. Not literally auto tuned like T Pain or anything, but like it guides you through. A man's voice guides you through. The team over at Anchor is amazing. I appreciate them for supporting the show, obviously, and, and supporting. The hundreds of people that use it worldwide and statewide. Amazing. I want to get you guys started. If you guys want to get started on your own, it is as easy as one, two, three. 
you can go backwards, backwards. You can visit the website at www.anchor.fm slash start. Visit my podcast page, main homepage for the show. For now, anchor.fm slash show, folks. Keep it going. But okay, guys. Like I said, thanks to Anchor. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at GTheKingMMA. Follow our podcast page at KWTKPod on Instagram and Twitter. Don't have Snapchat. I don't have enough energy to put all that shit in all those social media pages. Shout out to the people that can, though. But um, let's continue with the final thing. Looks like it's going to start raining. Like the weather. The weather's kind of like a little murky. Or cloudy. We got summer in the other day. I got soaked. By the way, I was outside. Had a lot of fun. It cleared up later on. Like I said, we aren't fucking weathermans here on this podcast. So we won't go with that. But, okay. Going back to it. Just really quick. Rapper 6ix9ine obviously was arrested on several charges. I think it was nine counts. It was like racketeering, gun charges, conspiracy. You know, I don't know. Like bunch of shit, bunch of different shit, just a bunch of different shit, we might as well just look it up, let me just see, what was he, what was he, like, racketeering charges, drugs, drug charges, I don't know, you know, and, uh, obviously, you know the story, he, obviously, he's been, he's been in jail for over a year or two, so he's done, definitely has been doing some time and serving time, but his recent court case, obviously, has happened, I'm not gonna get into complete detail and stuff, but he did accuse uh, another famous younger rapper, Trippy Red, of being and also being in a gang, as in telling federal prosecutors, telling on, that's what people called it, snitching, I didn't say that he was snitching, I didn't, I'm not associating that word, that's what they said, but I don't know if that is, I mean, he's, I don't know what he's doing, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm 100% in support, but obviously, he has to do what he needs to do to cooperate with the feds in order for his sentence to be lenient. How old is Daniel Hernandez? 23, 22? Throwing his life away? 47 years in jail? You know what's like weird? I think like by the time he would technically get out, it would be 69 years old. I don't know if the judges did that shit on purpose or the federal government, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, just happened to do that, but, um, yeah, so he's, he's facing, I think, like, 45 years or something, I mean, if you look at another, uh, more, all these rappers are in jail, dude, Jesus Christ, TK47, another rapper, younger than 21 for sure, I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, he was sentenced to 55 years in jail, so he's in there for life. Another guy threw his life away through the bullshit and uh, obviously everything that these guys get into. That's what the world they live in. That's the people that, that those are the rappers that everybody glorifies. Obviously, they have some really huge bangers and some good tracks, some big songs that went viral, definitely. But, you know, obviously, like I said, they play the game that goes on and it happens and we hear about it. We read about it. Rappers shot. Rappers dead. Rappers in jail. Rappers arrested on drug chargers. Rappers doing this. Rappers doing that. But back to six nines. So what I was really trying to reiterate was the fact that everyone's calling him a snitch. Snitch nine. All this other dumb bullshit. All these other whack ass rappers that nobody knows about are using his name for clout. And now, like I said, I'm not a fan of people that are clout chasing. 
That's why I have to call them out on their bullshit. Meek Mill, all these other different people. If you don't know who these people are, I sincerely apologize. And you can turn this podcast off right now because we basically covered every single thing we need to cover. Um, but that's, my, that's the thing. Like, Why do people use your name for clout? He's in jail. He's, he's facing charges. You're, you're out of jail. You're not facing charges. And for people to say, I'm going to honestly be completely honest, if you're in that position, I'm sure you would do the same damn thing too. It's just the fact that you're not 6'9". You're not, you're not a famous guy. Your life's not online. It's not you in that position. People don't understand, nor do they realize the positions from the outside because they're not ones not facing. It's easier to say something or talk about something or pretend you're all about something. But when the time comes to be real... When the time comes for you to shine, for you to really own up to your to your shit and really step up to the plate, how many of you guys would do that? How many of you guys would fold up? So, are you saying that you would rather go to jail for 45, 55 years, whatever it is, however long his sentence is, are you saying you would rather do that? All you punk-ass motherfuckers on the internet, on, in the comment section, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook... So are you saying all you punk-ass motherfuckers, if you're going to jail, I just answer the simple question. 45 years in jail, are you going to, are you going to, what, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to jail for 45 years, take it like a man and just, and just and go? Or what are you going to do? I want to know what you guys would do. That's my question to you. Everyone else, shut the fuck up. I just want to know. Unless you're answering that question, shut up. Doesn't matter tired of these clout chasers, tired of people using other people's names. And I'm not defending, obviously, his actions. Obviously, he knows he knows what he was associated with and what he got himself into. And obviously, he's a young guy potentially facing his whole life away, throwing his whole life away off some bullshit. And, you know, the, the thing about it is that it potentially could... People, I've read reports over and over over the year, like over the last year, so they could be freed as soon as September. And um, obviously, I did read a report a long time ago that he could be set free as soon as September, which is this current month, depending on how the trial goes. Like I said, later on, the trial is today. It's interesting to see uh, what happens with it. I will keep keeping up to date. Because it's one of my, you know, it's it's a different kind of music for me. That's why I'm a fan. I like fans of different kinds of music, millions of different kinds of songs that I like and stuff, and not literally hundreds, hundreds of songs, but not nothing like nothing absolute crazy. I can't listen. I don't even think I listened to a million songs yet in my entire life. But um, interesting to see about that. My my thing, my biggest thing about that whole situation was that the fact that people are speaking on what he's doing and what he's saying, and obviously he is. I mean, in the street street world, you obviously snitching on people. That's the thing. I'm seeing it from both sides of the view. Um, but when you're at the heart of the, when you're at the fucking end of the road and your life is on the line, dude, that's the part that people go to the dark side. You know, you don't know what people are doing. You know what they would do for their freedom for their family's freedom, for someone they care about's freedom. You never know what the fuck's going to happen and what they're going to do to get themselves out of that situation. He'll take down everybody just to get himself out. And in the street world, he's going to have a lot of enemies because he's associated. He's an associated gang member amongst many other things. A lot of enemies. Hasn't necessarily made headlines. Had a lot of haters. A lot of people not like him. Ratting on people like that. Getting people in trouble. Obviously, it sounds like a childish thing. Oh, I'm going to tell on you and all these different things. But, 
you got to be selfish in this game, in a way. That's why you ride solo. That's why you don't have a crew. That's why, I mean, obviously, he fired his crew, if you remember. Like, you know, it was just, you know, you got to be selfish in this game. You got to do things selfishly. You know, fuck you guys. I'm getting out. Because I'm, to be honest with you guys, I'll see straight up right now. If I, it's going to sound weird, but, like, if, I, if I'm facing jail time, man, fuck. I'm getting the fuck out of here, man. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm really just going to, like, honestly, I mean, I don't know. I'm, gonna I'm not going to put myself, I'm not the kind of guy that would put myself in that kind of personal pos position or anything like that. But I would honestly do anything to get my sentence lenient. I'm just going to be completely honest and straight up. And you know, obviously it sounds like a snitch and all that. But if you're looking at it from that perspective, that's the only way you're going to think about it. But if you look at what he's facing, imagine your son, imagine your daughter, imagine your kid, imagine yourself going to jail for that long. What would you do? Would you take it? Or what would you honestly do? I want to see. Uh, that's the thing with 99% of this world. You don't know because they'll say anything on the Internet. They'll say anything to sound cool. They'll try to sound honorable. Oh, no, no, no. I would never snitch. That's that's the thing is the part that you snitched. They're not talking about the part that, 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 that what they would do in that position. They're just talking about him, trying to get him, call him a rat and all this other different stuff. And it's old. This makes no sense. But anyways, um, that's all I had to say about that. And also, like I said, that is the end of this show. That's all I had to talk about today, guys. I really appreciate each and every one of your support. I love you all so much for tuning in. I love you guys for, for always keeping up to date. Um, baby girl, I love you. Thank you for tuning in. She always shares my shows on her social media. Makes them a little cute. Obviously, like I said, I sent a lot of cute posts and stuff to her and stuff. It's cute, man. I don't, I don't I really don't get to have, I never really had someone that supports me that way in, in the form of like what I do as a job or profession, you know, I've had a lot of shitty ass people in life, but you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm thankful, I'm very, very thankful now and very, very blessed to be in the positions that I am, definitely has motivated me to the highest of my confidence and I'm really excited for the future and everything else along to come with it. Um, like I said, thank you guys for tuning in, episode 25 of Segments. Episode 201 is, is available. All of the rest of my shows are all available. Everything is on the same feed, no matter what. Um, like I said, follow us. Instagram, Twitter. Um, obviously, anchor.fm slash MMA show. Anchor.fm slash start to start your own podcast. Or just, you know, pull out your phone like everyone else does. Go to the Google Play Store and uh, download it for free. iPhone. App Store, download it for free. Um, follow me, obviously, Twitter, Instagram, same handle, G the King MMA, um, Facebook.com slash Gabriel the King Hernandez. And like I said, thank you guys for joining us here on this program, on this episode. Uh, it was a rare one. We pulled in, uh, we pulled in two episodes in one week, back to back. Not literally, but we did one on Monday. We just came back from the one on Monday. We talked about the one previously. Um, and we had a great time. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking about every single thing. I felt like we flowed very good today. And I enjoyed each and every one of those minutes that we've had together. Like I said, one last time, I thank you guys all for the support. I love each and every one of you, babe. I love you. Thank you for supporting me, honey, through everything, through all the ups and all the downs and all the things that we've gone through in such a like a short amount of time, yet building up to be best couple, best people. You know, best partners, best teammates ever. 
So it means a lot to me. Everybody here means a lot to me. I, I definitely feel like next year will be the year for sure. Definitely. My ears. Yeah, this year's winding down, and I cannot wait for it. So like I said, one last time for sure. G, the king, out, baby. We will be back next week. See you guys next time.